0: From the Finley Toyota ESPN Las Vegas Studios. In the situation, think about who the Padres are and the swagger that they have. If it's Tatis who hits that home run, I mean, they they probably would have stopped the game. This is the Press Box. Brought out a full mariachi and had, like, a party on the field.
1: Ed Rainey and Adam Candy.
0: For the that. bat toss would still be in the air. The, uh, absolutely, it would still be in the air. Uh, like Manny Machado would have gone out to the mound, pulled his pants yes. down, taken a dump on the <laughs> mound, and said, You pitch through this for the rest of the day on
1: ESPN Las Vegas.
0: Nothing like it, nothing like that cut. That and Bubble Butts
1: stay with us for more intelligent conversation. <laughs> uh, back with Adam. So, we've talked about it all morning. Um, I want to get to kind of the in-depth thoughts of Adam Candy on hand size, if hand size matters. Uh. Uh, I just, I don't know. I mean, there's guys with big hands and small hands in the league, and some of them do, both of them do really well. I mean, Joe Burrow, we remember Joe Burrow last year when they said, oh, he has small, excuse me, two years ago when he got drafted, he has small hands. He said, well, I might as well quit football now. Kenny Pickett with the eight-and-a-half hand size, uh, and then you look at Kenny Pickett's numbers in college, I don't know how much it translates. Again, I'm going back because I asked you about the forty. Does this matter, or do you just want to see this guy throw the ball? It's like, okay, stand out there. We're going to put receivers out there, and you're going to make every throw that you possibly would have to make in the NFL, and if you can do that, we won't worry about hand size. And I know it goes back to hand sizing. Well, it's about fumbling the ball. It's about ball security. I get that. But I I, I don't put as much stock, I guess, into this as a lot of people do in terms of measuring these guys' hands
0: ed the hand size discussion might be the stupidest of all (laughs) nfl combine discussions i am so tired of talking about this like let me just throw a stat out there jared goff we always talk about the tiny hands of jared goff right his hands are so small i don't even know how he spins a football and then we talk about josh allen monster hands makes the ball Kawhi leonard Kawhi hands hands. Kawhi hands hands. He makes the ball look like a tiny little piece of chocolate. But you know what? Last year, they fumbled the ball the same amount of times. They both fumbled it nine times last year. The hand size thing is totally overblown. It is not the be all end all. You know what? I have larger hands than Joe Burrow. I am not an NFL quarterback. I am nowhere close to an NFL quarterback, nor am I worried about Joe Burrow's hand size. These are the sorts of things that we use when we have nothing else to talk about. I love what you said line him up on the field, show me if he can throw the ball, and that's all that matters in the end, right? I mean, I don't, don't want to make this too simplistic, right? Uh, you want a guy with bigger hands if you can have a guy with bigger hands because he's less likely to lose fumbles. I think that's fair. But can the guy throw the football? Yeah. That is 95% of the job is throwing the football. You want you don't want him to fumble because he has small hands? Get him a better offensive line.
1: Yeah, protect him better. Maybe he won't get hit and yes. fumble. Desmond Ritter with the 10-inch hands. Desmond Ritter, a must draft. Should the Raiders, tra- what if the Raiders said, you know what, Carr, you're only nine and one-eighth. Uh, we don't like that. Josh McDaniels, that's why there's no contract extension at this point. The guy's got nine and one eight in his hands. And they look yep. at Desmond Ritter, said 10 mm-hmm. inches. Let's straight up and get Desmond Ritter and move on from nine and one-eighth. It.
0: That's it. That's I, it. I understand exactly where Josh McDaniels is coming from. That's a totally real quote that we did not <laughs> yes, make that, up at all. That was in that page six exactly- of the five-page quotes. Yep, it, it was. It was. It was the hidden page. <laughs> yes, it was the exactly. one you had to. You had to use the invisible ink yes, and, and, and 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 run it across the page. And like, oh, that's what they were trying to say. That Desmond Ritter's big hands are going to save the Raiders. Uh, stop it with the hand size. We look. There's a million different measurables. You and I talked about forty times earlier, right? Forty times and cone drills and shuttle drills. Like, just tell me if the guy can read a defense, and throw the football. That's it. That's all I want to know. Yes, there are other positions where the measurables really matter, but a guy's hand size, we are spending way too much time on this. The average American male hand size, seven and a quarter inches. So Kenny Pickett is much larger than the average American male when it comes to his hand size. He's not as he's not a guy that has as large of hands as other NFL quarterbacks, but they were not selected for their hand size, they were selected because they could throw the ball.
1: Can you please, please, please tell me Candy's Choney's will have something to do with hand size and measurements?
0: If you want it to be, I can adjust that in a heartbeat. <laughs> I mean, th- th- it would, be, I, it would I be had
1: numbers that I would understand.
0: Yeah. Oh, listen, it, it would be numbers that would put us right in the range of an SCC <laughs> fine because I would have to put them out there very, very carefully. But I'm, I'm willing to do anything for the show. So why not, Ed? Uh,
1: we've talked a lot about Derek Carr and the extension. We've talked about Josh Jacobs. Do you pick up his fifth-year option? Uh, Dave Ziegler was also asked about Max Crosby and has he started talking extension with Max Crosby? Here's Dave Ziegler. As we're kind of going through free agency and getting to the draft, there are going to be some of these organic conversations you're going to have to have. I wouldn't say we're there yet. I know it's a curious question and I get that, but we're just trying to take so many small bites right now. In due time, we'll look at those things. But it's always good to have a good answer. Always good to have good players. Once again, complete non-answer. Do we give Dave Ziegler the break in this? It is a lot to do to come into an organization, to hire a staff, to hire management staff, to watch film, although I don't know if they'd have to watch film on Max Crosby to understand how good a player he is, and to, you know, prepare for the draft. And Dave Ziegler did say that. He goes, look, I've got to compartmentalize. I've got to tell you what's coming next. And right now it has to be the draft and the um, and the combine. And then get around to extensions. I want to give him the benefit of the doubt there. Now, he's not saying anything. We said earlier in the show, maybe he doesn't owe us an explanation about anything at this point. But do we give him the benefit of the doubt that this is a lot to come into an organization as a first-time GM and contract extensions with Max Crosby and Derek Carr shouldn't be on the front burner? Or should they be on the front burner and say, look, you've got to decide what you can do with your quarterback, and you better make your uh, top defensive player happy?
0: First of all, I love the quote, it's always good to have good players. Just yes. <laughs> listen look and you and I have both done the job as soon as I see that quote I think to myself ah yeah we won't have this guy in the article today like I don't need anything that, like we it's always good to have good players right uh the question you asked about contract extensions comes down to this do Ziegler and McDaniel's see this as a rebuild or not and we didn't get a lot of transparency from the Raiders in John Gruden's situation. Because John Gruden came into a team that had been 12-4 and 4 two years before he got there and tore it down to the studs. And we didn't think that was going to happen, right? We thought he was going to come in with Derek Carr, with Amari Cooper, with Khalil Mack, and build around the core for this team to go to the next step. Well, you're coming into not an entirely dissimilar situation where you have Carr and Waller and Crosby. Are you building around them? Or are you tearing it down? We don't know yet right? What they do with Carr and Crosby is going to tell you a lot. So no, I don't think it's too much to be asking them repeatedly about these contract extensions, because I think those are the keys to understanding what they think about this team. The average top NFL pass rusher, you take the top 10 guys, they're averaging $17 million per year in pay. TJ Watt has the highest amount of guaranteed money at $80 million. Khalil Mack has $60 million guaranteed. If you're Max Crosby coming off the season you just had, you're absolutely looking to get into that range with your next contract. And that's a massive commitment for the Raiders. So I do think we need to see where they go with this before we judge the quotes a whole lot from a guy like Dave Ziegler. It's going to speak louder with actions.
1: Yeah. Crosby only a cap hit of four million. I say only, but he's in the final year of his rookie deal. Uh, they have made it really, really hard, or at least expensive, for people to hold out. Now, I'm not talking OTAs or preseason practices or what they might be doing uh, when they get out there for the first time, football-wise, with them. I think the fine is 50 grand a year. Tyler said yesterday that he would not be surprised, or or that uh, Derek Carr should absolutely hold out if, in fact, they do not extend him. Is there a chance Max Crosby would follow that rule or just get, follow that lead? I don't, I don't think he would. Because I think they're going to get a deal with him done. I think he knows that. I think it's a different situation than Derek Carr. They understand Max Crosby, um, and it's not a quarterback, so it's not, at least in McDaniels' eyes, the most important position. It's a really important position. But I think McDaniels really wants to be uh, in tune with his quarterback and on the same page. Does Max Crosby at all ever consider holding out? And, and should he if, if, if nothing's done before the year?
0: Yeah and I think we have to get really careful counting people's money, right? Because okay? the, the, yeah, the, because I think it all changes when it comes to contract, right? Like we we Max Crosby has said and done all the right things as a Raider up until this point. But business is business and that's why he's talking about Derek Carr the way he is, right? Players support players who hold out. They do. They they support when guys have a business decision to make. So I'm curious with Crosby, he's been Everything and more that you could have asked for at a fourth round pick. He's also been the loudest of all the players about Rich Passaccia's departure. And I don't know what Max Crosby is thinking about the organization right now, right? If Max Crosby was a guy who they were trying to make happy at all costs, maybe Rich Passaccia is still here. So does Max Crosby look at that decision and say, Hey, you know what? They think this is a business. I do too.
1: One other thing is breaking news this morning: Cowboys are likely to release Amari Cooper by the start of the new league. Cooper's due 20 million in fully guaranteed money on the fifth day of the new year league, March 20th. So they're apparently going to take care of that by releasing him. Uh, he's been here before, and we've talked about this. Do you go? You know, do you go uh, after the draft and get a wide receiver there? Do you go into these secondary guys beyond Devonte Adams? What do you think about Amari Cooper? Now, again, he's due 20 million. I don't know what his, I don't know what they could get him for, but is this a guy you go back to? And it's a guy asked Derek Carr, if you liked playing for him
0: with him. Yeah. Really interesting for the Cowboys to leak this out there and basically say to the league, Hey, anybody want to throw us a draft pick before we dump him? Yeah. And uh, yeah, uh, no, no, not at that money. Um, uh, Amari Cooper is a top flight wide receiver, but is Amari Cooper. What this team needs right now? Uh, I don't necessarily think so. I think Amari Cooper is sort of the luxury version of Hunter Renfro right now, Uh, a guy who runs precision routes, a guy who can get open in a number of different situations, but they've got to have a field stretcher, physical presence kind of receiver, and I don't think Amari Cooper is that guy at that cost.
1: No, I agree with you. I don't, especially not at that cost. Now, what is a good cost on Amari Cooper? And again, if they're releasing him at 20, maybe he doesn't get 20 from someone else.
0: Yeah, it depends on the length of the contract too, right? Ed, there's a lot of ways we could look at this. I mean, right now, if you look at the average per year, Amari Cooper is the fourth highest paid wide receiver in the league. So is he gonna get that money on the open market? Probably not. Right. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins is way beyond the market at twenty seven million a year. Julio Jones is next at twenty-two, and that's an albatross contract right now for the Titans. Now, Amari Cooper's younger than all those guys. In fact, Amari Cooper is tied with Tyreek Hill as the youngest of the receivers in the top 10 in pay in the NFL. But is Amari Cooper the solution for other teams? Because I look at the guys who are in this top 10 and where are the sure things at DeAndre Hopkins? Yes. Keenan Allen, kind of. Michael yeah. Thompson has been hurt. Tyreek Hill, yes. Kenny Galladay, ugh. Allen Robinson, ugh. Tyler Lockett kind of Mike Evans kind of like there are not a lot of sure things by paying top wide receiver money
1: if you didn't hear before we're going to announce it again for the ACM award winner it was Roger Jane Roger if you're listening we hope you are you won the ACM award tickets Uh, we're going to get in touch with you later today congratulations on that Candy's Chonies is coming back we can't wait for it but before that four tickets to the Pac-12 men's basketball tournament four tickets to the session 1 on March 9th starts at noon at T-Mobile to the Pac-12 men's basketball tournament we're giving away right now 702-364-1100 702-364-1100 Pac-12 will co- will take caller number 12 get your Pac-12 tickets give us Candies, chonies. Eh, nobody cares about that. It's not a big deal, guys. It is a massive deal. How do you not understand this? Hundreds of corporations have been hacked in the last few years and no one gave it. Name one. Equifax.
2: Candies, chonies.
1: Name another. Target. Candies, chonies. Name another one. PlayStation. Then one more. Yahoo. Another. Marriott. One more. eBay, Uber, Anthem Blue Cross, Blue Shield, Home Depot, Facebook. God damn it. Candies, Chonies. Fine. UPS, Chase Bank, Tumblr, LinkedIn. People don't care about
0: privacy. What they care about is a good story. Ed? Uh oh, here we go. I've broken out the tape measure. (laughs) <laughs> okay okay <laughs> candy's and, chonies and? and a tape measure could get a little weird here today okay be but careful I, da- I,
1: danny's got the seven second delay cor- uh correctly
0: ready okay danny hand on the button <laughs> because here in candy's chonies today we normally when we dig into my chonies we normally Get out some numbers that we're gonna try to stump Ed on. We get we pull out a number and we ask Ed. You're gonna stump me. Go ahead. We ask Ed, okay, here's the number. Tell us what in sports this number correlates to, right? And and sometimes I'll dig deep into the analytics and and Ed will just not have a chance. No, no chance. Um But today, I've decided to reach my hand requested, bring out some (laughs) sizes. Ed wanted sizes, Ed gets sizes. (laughs) Okay, you ready for this? Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Three point two five. Three point two five. What is three point two five in today's Candies Chonies, Ed? Oh man. Three point two five. <sighs> three point two five inches. One, two, three. Hold on. Uh wait, oh. hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's radio, Ed. We can't Uh-oh. see how you're counting. The measurement of your index finger. Okay, that is a fair, fair guess. Uh no. Three point two five inches is the average size of an Australian Shepherd dog paw.
1: Okay. Uh
0: <laughs> I have not.
1: All right, we didn't now need I the have... de- we didn't need the delay for that, but go ahead.
0: No. No, I haven't, <laughs> and, and I have an Australian Shepherd's why I chose that. Okay. Um now can an Australian Shepherd play quarterback in the NFL? No, he can't. So can he pick it in his eight and a half-inch hands might be in trouble. I don't know. It seems like an equally scientific measure uh, (laughs) that we're going to talk about my dog's paw size. By the way, uh, a Great Dane has five-and-a-half-inch paws. A Chihuahua has one-and-a-half-inch paws. Um, And if you'd like more information on that, I suggest you go to where I went, (laughs) foryourpawsonly.com. Okay. Uh, Your next measure is... Four, just a straight four, also four inches. But this this is coming from one of the top competitors at one point in time in the world. Four inches. Boy, this is really difficult. He has got. He has stumped okay. me. Danny's
1: oh, face yeah. right now looks like he can we. Danny's about oh, to push I, into the segment. Uh, uh, like we are, so, d- d- we are so lost right now. Four inches. One of the most competitive. One,
0: one, of, one, of the most, one of the toughest competitors the world has ever seen, but I will say this, no longer one of the top competitors in the world. The, the, life has moved on from this. Four inches. Does it no have idea?
1: Any, does it have anything to do with Mike Tyson?
0: In a manner of speaking, it does have to do with dinosaurs. Um, oh, okay. So,
1: okay. <laughs> <can't. laughs> All right.
0: I'm sensing a theme here. Is this the Tyrannosaurus Rex? A T-Rex has four-inch claws. Okay. A T-Rex has four-inch claws. And you know what? We've evolved. The T-Rex is extinct. So should our discussion about hand <laughs> sizes for NFL quarterbacks evolve and move on. But the Tyrannosaurus Rex used to be the king of the world. Guess what? T-Rex and his four-inch claws? They're extinct. They're gone. But let's get back to today and talk about this whole idea of NFL quarterback hand size nine and a quarter nine and a quarter there are two correct answers to nine and a quarter inches ed
1: hand size carson strong
0: of reno okay you're on the right track it is a quarterback but a more successful quarterback than carson
1: strong drew Brees,
0: patrick mahomes Ah, has nine and a quarter inch hands patrick mahomes has hands that are slightly larger than Joe Burrows, Joe Burrow at his nine-inch hands, Patrick Mahomes his nine and his nine-and-a-quarter-inch hands, they seem to be doing all right yes. in the NFL today. Now, do you want to guess what the second right answer was to nine-and-a-quarter-inch? Oh. Da- Danny, hand on the button. Oh. <laughs> Hold on. I
1: was going, hand to, on the, hand, I was going Danny, to another. Danny, hand on the button. I was hand going on to the another, button. Hand on
0: the button. We are in Candy's Choney's. Hand on gonna,
1: the button. I was going to go to another quarterback.
0: Okay. You're welcome to go anywhere you want. I mean, my, my chonies are not a wide place to explore. So, you know, I <laughs> would suggest saying <laughs> hand on the, button, not hand, not in the chonies on the button. Oh, I got we it used ready. to back in the day, back in the day when, when I was in high school and we would go on athletics trips and we would take the 15 person van. Right. And there's a bunch of sweaty 16 year olds packed into the van. Right. Like there would be a call at random times on like a six hour drive and they just call hand check. And everybody had to put their two hands up on the ceiling of the van immediately. And there was an implication if you did not immediately put your hands up on the ceiling of the van, but that has nothing to do with nine and a quarter inches. I was just trying to give you some time to think about it. Ed. Okay. I'll
1: need about six more hours. So you might as well tell me what it is. Okay, uh,
0: well, you know who else has nine and a quarter inch chance? Adam candy. Oh, and you know how we found that out yesterday because I got so tired of this damn discussion that Steve Cofield and I were have talking about hand size and I pulled the tape measure out of the drawer. I was like, I wonder how big my hands are. And then I looked at my nine and a quarter inch hands and thought, I'm not an NFL quarterback. I'm Pat Mahomes, but I'm not an NFL quarterback. Pat Mahomes seems to get by just fine without the hands, without the giant hand size. I in life have not been held back athletically by my hand size. I have been held back athletically by everything else about me. (laughs) So if Kenny Pickett has everything else about him going for him with his eight and a half inch hands and whatever success he had at the University of Pittsburgh, then I'm not terribly concerned about the fact that his hand size is smaller than all current 32 NFL starting quarterbacks. So Uh, Ed, whether it's three and a quarter inches, four inches, nine and a quarter inches, it is far more a matter of how you use what you're given
1: i want to really know the person who started this hand size nonsense and overthinking the room i want to know, i want to know who, who in the nfl started like well you know jimmy jimmy fumbles a lot oh look at him grip that ball he's got really small hands let's start measuring okay. some let's start hey, measuring hey, hey, um, hands.
0: You know, this is going to be the next thing that all of these draft coaches that these guys hire like to help him improve their 40 times, right? Right, And their their Three cone drills and and all that kind of stuff. You're going to no. they're going to be hiring guys to be like hand flexibility. They're like (laughs) guys who show you how to press your hand down more and get more. They're going to say to them, hey, you know what? You know how you're always gripping your, your iPhone, right? You need to just put your iPhone down for a whole month because you're making your hand like a claw. No one with a claw is getting hired in the NFL. Hell, the T-Rex is extinct with his four-inch claws. You're never going to be able to make it with those kind of hands.
1: That's why we have Candy's Chonies. He gives me numbers, and and I have absolutely no idea what he's talking about most of the time. It's too analytical for me, too many numbers. You know who doesn't have numbers, but we give a hard time to? It's Cassie Soto. She's up next. Why is she sleeping at the Combine? Uh, Guys, it's, it's just not going to happen for... We should really lay off the fact that she's been dating the same guy through six running Rebel coaches. It's the only thing in her life she could call an engagement. Raiders.com's Cassie Soto joins the press box for her weekly hit. Follow on Twitter at Cassie Soto or Raiders.com. She's with us now back in Indianapolis at the combine. Okay, so, boy, I love this shot of you and this picture of you. (laughs) <laughs> uh, why in the world, when you were supposed to be working for the review journal and com, did we see a picture of you on the internet just sacked out and sleeping in the middle of the day in some kind of weird room? What were you doing? That seven-minute
2: nap on the, oh. in the hotel lobby might have been the most sleep I got the entire time in Indy.
1: Listen to the voice. You're, also, you're shooting yeah, video. You why is the voice? voice so harsh?
2: Do you hear this voice? Because it's everything that happens after like the video is over. That is just just reckless. It's they're reckless down in India. I had no idea.
0: Reckless. What's the definition of reckless? Yeah.
2: I don't know how these. I don't know. I'm, I only had two nights there and listened to my voice. So I'm glad. I'm glad I left because it's still Saturday, right? I don't know. How, I don't know how Adam Hill, our guy Adam Hill, is going to do it, but he is much much tougher than I.
1: Well, but anyways.
2: Yeah. But anyways, back to the picture, I think I had, I was uploading the video, and I think it said like 15 minutes to upload, so I was just waiting for it to upload, and the hotel lobby couch looked looked real cozy at around 9.30 p.m. that night, and that was, I, I I didn't even realize that I fell asleep, and I did, and then Adam snapped that picture.
1: 9.30? Who snapped the picture, Adam?
2: It was Adam, yeah. Adam
1: took oh, that. Of course, of course. Nine thirty. 30 what did you uh think of your first combine experience what were some of the things that stood out to you other than you sleeping on the job
2: <laughs> it's just i don't think i've ever like it, that was yeah my first time there and it was just like so hectic like so many moving pieces and luckily like heidi our good friend heidi fang like kind of tried to mentally prepare me but it was just Like, podium after podium, like, you have to squeeze into all these spaces. Like, if you want to get this guy and hear from them, and it was just a lot. But like I'm saying, I didn't realize that NFL people could party so so hard uh, once uh, all was said and done.
0: So, if you were to be put through the combine, Cassie, where would you excel? Which drill would you be the best at?
2: Uh, Drill, hand size. Hand size, I'd probably do really well.
1: Oh, oh, really? Here we that fits go. in, in very well size. here today.
0: Back to the hand I have
2: size. really big hands.
0: We've been talking about it all who's, day.
2: Who's five three?
0: Wait. I, have you Have measured your hands NFL combine style?
2: I haven't, but the fiance is like almost six foot, and I think like we have the same size hands.
0: Yeah, you know, I'm looking and at I'm picture. Three. I'm looking
1: at your Twitter picture. You got some huge mitts there.
2: I do. I about? really do.
1: Is, is does Los or does Bronco Mama have huge hands? Where did you get these things?
2: I think Los mom has tiny hands. She's got little girl hands.
1: Man. Yeah, I things. I have like I have really
2: long fingers.
1: Yes, you're like kawaii. Yeah. My God, yeah. look at these things.
2: So I think I'd excel like for my for my stature, abnormally large hands.
0: I mean, how did the fiance even? get the ring correct yeah uh, with hands like that right like did he He just measure his own ring finger
2: and and it was a match
0: oh he just had to measure his own interesting all right Mm -hmm. so you're saying so you're saying like we couldn't put you in the in the 40-yard dash against ed grainy and would you win like would you be a good 40-yard dasher against other people of your same same career path
2: ed ed and i might be able to go toe-to-toe I'm not okay. the fastest person in the world, and I know Ed loves to run.
1: Okay. I, I, I Three times a week. There's no chance. There's no chance. Get, get, maybe. The, get, get the clock out. Yeah. Well, let maybe get the
2: clock out. Let's get the clock out and see if I could get off, like, right off the start. Like, I might have the momentum right at the beginning, and then – yeah, twenty yards after that, I'm done, and you're long gone.
1: Well, maybe not. Maybe if you swing your hands, your damn long, your damn fingers are so long, you could get me at the tape, right? Like I'd actually yeah. be running, but you'd be swinging oh, those crazy. weird, you'd be swinging those weird arms, and then you'd <laughs> lean at the tape, and those fingers are like twenty inches long, would like go past the tape, and then you'd yeah. actually win the race. That would be nice.
2: Just put my hands in front of me. There you go. Yeah, and like my <laughs> arms, like my hands and my arm, like the length of my arm, my arm span. I don't know. <laughs> I'm all arms.
0: Well, uh, hold on a second. Are you, are, are you telling us that, like you're some sort of T-Rex? Is like short arms, long fingers? Is that is that the situation here? Like an opposite T-Rex. Like short Her, body, oh. long arms. Oh, interesting. Okay, like an inverted well, then, T-Rex. This is interesting because I don't know if your long arms would create like huge momentum when you swing them to run or if you would have worse <laughs> wind resistance with your giant mitts.
2: <laughs> I'd have to close my hands. If I had my hands open, it'd be wind resistance for sure.
0: So, uh, I... I'm curious uh, from from going through this combine experience and watching all of these guys put through the meat grinder for every way you can possibly measure a human being. Like, do you th- is there any real life equivalent to the combine? Like, is there any real life thing you've ever been to? Is there something that we that we do to human beings in some other form of life that you could compare to the combine?
2: Human beings, no. Cattle, yes.
0: <laughs> oh, nice.
2: That's what, like, like when I was telling like a lot of um, like my girlfriends and stuff where I was going this week. They're like, "What's that? What's the combine?" I'm like, "You know when like farmers go and like they buy cattle and like pools and they like measure them and do all this." They're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." They're like, "It's that, but for men." They're like, "Oh, <laughs> that's weird."
0: That's am- yeah. that's amazing, right? It's like, <laughs> don't don't you feel like that there that there should be? I think there should be something like this for online dating that like that if for guys who are going to make online dating profiles they should be forced to go through some sort of a physical combine to prove themselves so that they can't just all say like that they're 6 foot 6 and CEOs like you actually should have yeah. to go prove yourself somewhere before you're allowed to get on a you know like a Tinder or something
2: Yeah we need to see the tape
0: That's what I'm saying for sure. like like show yeah. us proof show us <laughs> show us it's for real you, like women shouldn't have to go on a coffee date to figure out like Oh, those pictures are from 2003. Like, no.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I totally agree. Yeah. Or like, and even just like skills. Like, we we didn't need pictures of their skills. Like, how fast can they build like a shelf or something? Yes. Because like those are good yes. skills to know.
0: Like, like, that's a real life combine. Like, stick an Ikea dresser in front of somebody and see how fast they can build it. Like, that's a good life skill. That with you the have German instruction. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah. Yes, with yes. the picture of the guy like banging the hammer into his head.
1: Do you guys have you guys essentially always built something and had like six screws left over and you're like looking at yourself knowing they should have been put somewhere?
0: No. Oh. Yeah, oh okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. No. Ed, I Ed, I have I have a souvenir cup from a Golden Knights game that I have in my laundry room that is full of all of the extra pieces of hardware <laughs> that have ever come out of anything I've ever built and I keep them there with the thought of like someday like a leg of my desk is going to fall off and I'll be like oh thank god I saved you that, saved that. And, yet, oh. and yet all I have is a full cup of screws yeah. and nuts that I've never used
1: I've got so many things around my house that they're going to all collapse at once and I didn't save any <laughs> the screws and it's like I I always knew they went somewhere but they didn't. Uh, we're joined by Kathy Soda here from Raiders.com. Listen, so you ranked some of the things on the trip. Yeah. The first one I want to know, because this looks a little weird, the haunted house across the street from your hotel you gave 3 out of 10 because it didn't look like a haunted house or you thought it was a haunted house?
2: Uh, Because it was just horrifying to look at. It was uh, literally all these brand-new hotels and then just these, like, houses that are falling apart, no lights on, you're just like, what, where are we? When when the Lyft driver pulled into the neighborhood right before, I was convinced, like, this is it. My time in Indy is quick trip. Like, I'm getting dropped off somewhere that I do not belong. And then you open it up, and boom, there's Lucas Oil and all these hotels.
1: Yeah, there's so a lot of hotels houses, around Lucas Oil. Yeah,
2: the house is very creepy.
1: Uh, yes. you called out uh, Shapiro's beef brisket by the way. Uh this uh,
0: I was actually going to say something about yeah, that because I mean called uh, him out
1: on Twitter and with I, your followers at raiders.com. I mean, I don't know if I would have called him out like this. 1 out of 10 good. meat 1 out of 10 meat was dry. Look at that. I it's it's a nice-looking sandwich. No. I mean, no. No. It's, it, it, it's the a,
2: cheese what? the cheese was like all floppy. The the uh, meat it was just cheese. dry. I don't know why it was so dry. And sandwiches like that where they're just, like, stacked up so big where you have to take pieces of it out to be able to eat it. Like, yeah. I don't like that. I don't like having that extra but, effort.
0: But, Cassie, you, you don't go to Shapiro's and order the brisket sandwich. You go and you order the pastrami or the beef. Like, like, you got to do what they do well. Yeah. I don't
2: like pastrami. But I think, you know what? I think Adam Hill got the pastrami, and he wasn't, like, doing
0: cartwheels over it. Oh yeah, I can't imagine Adam Hill was too critical of something. <laughs>
1: exactly. What a shock! <laughs> did, did you did you try some? You know, to beef brisket. You try some ketchup?
2: Uh no, I put mayonnaise on it.
1: Okay. People, oh, yeah. I'm having oh, and then the mac and cheese.
2: There was I don't know if the the picture I posted had the mac and cheese in the picture. Yes, it did. Oh, oh, not good. Not Man,
1: good. you were just taking this place apart.
2: Uh uh-uh. uh, not good. I should have just went straight to the desserts. There was a lot this, of desserts that I didn't get, and and that's what I just should have had instead.
0: This is like judging McDonald's by the filet of fish. Yeah, can do exactly. it. <laughs> oh, this like hurts Filet-O-Fish. my heart. I like that. <laughs> oh, you want to talk? About, you like the filet of fish, but you have a problem with sloppy cheese. The sloppiest yeah. cheese on earth is that piece of maybe mm. American cheese that you know they forgot. When they made it was Colby Jack. Colby Jack. Oh,
2: oh, on on McDonald's Colby-Jack. you're saying.
0: I'm oh. at McDonald's, right? Like that, oh, right. that like when it is, when it doesn't even look like American cheese, and like they make the fillet of fish and they throw it in there at the last second. It's sitting half off the side of the thing. And you're like, am I supposed to eat this? Is this just like parsley? Like what, I, what do I do with this? Got the nice uh, tartar sauce on there, though. Yeah, that's yeah, the only yeah, thing God. holding the
1: cheese on. Yes, that's right. <laughs> uh, last few things here that you 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 apparently. Okay, so you didn't like the roast beef, but you liked the cheese curds from Brothers, 10 out of 10. Oh,
2: my gosh. I'm so mad we didn't eat there every single day. I, I knew cheese curds were, like, a big thing in the Midwest, and I don't know if you guys have been. We have, like, a Packers bar slash restaurant here in town that serves cheese curds, and I thought those were great. And then I go to this place, and it phenomenal. Like, the cheese was gooey. I think it was more the batter. Like the batter was so light and crispy and fresh, oh, it's so good! I almost brought some home. I thought about packing some for the for the the airplane ride home.
0: That wouldn't have been good. I Can know. you imagine the person sitting next that? to you yeah, on the plane pulling out day old cheese curds? Uh, they are like, uh. you're like, ma'am, did you take your shoes off? Oh, I'm sorry, no, it's day old cheese curds. <laughs> oh god, what a
1: disaster!
2: <laughs> Those are so good.
1: Uh, your last thing here. Why do you like flowers so much? Plants. Plants. I like why
2: plants. You... And Indy had plants everywhere. I'm a plant lady. We know this. And we we're talking about building things. I've built multiple plant stands for my collection of like 50 plants. And it just made me very happy to see all this greenery around Indy. It was, it was amazing.
1: Do you got? I can't remember. Do you got a lot of plants at the house, or was I just too worried about the other dog? You don't care about.
2: No, I have, uh, yeah, I, I have a lot of, I think I'm at like 40, 40 plant really? plants. Really? Yeah.
1: My oh, yeah. goodness. Well, Big you ha- plant guy over here. It appears you had a good time. Uh, we're happy you're back safe. Sorry you didn't get enough sleep, but you can catch up on it now. Uh, she's at, at Cassie Soto, underscore Cassie Soto on Twitter. Uh, go, for, go for it. It's a good follow, and uh, she does a great job at Raiders.com. Thank you. Get some sleep. Thanks. Take care. Cheese curds, a day, a day later, what a disaster that would have been! Why and you carry those on the plane to kill people like that?
0: That'd be a disaster. I would have had her move. I would have had her move seats like, get the hell out of here with that stuff. Day old fried food. Period. This sounds like an idea that never should be conceived.
1: When we come back, uh, we're going to stand the food uh, food angle because I'm going to ask Adam something that uh, Adam Hill is sure about, and I know we're both going to disagree. Back after this. It's the Press Box on ESPN 1100 and 100.9 FM. Congratulations today, our winners Brandon to the Mountain West tournament, Courtney to NASCAR. I think she's already out there, standing in line, and Jake for the Pac 12 tournament. Uh, Tune back in Monday. I'm sure we're going to have more tickets to give away then. Okay. Uh, it was great to be joined by Adam Candy today. Tyler had the day off, but uh, this is not going to surprise you. Adam Hill and I disagree on something. Uh, it was brought up earlier this week, and Heidi Fang said that it would have to go on Adam and I's podcast, so we put it on last night. You and I haven't talked about this. Very simply, pineapple on pizza.
0: It is a general no. Right. you
1: not be shocked that Adam's
0: at all for it. No, uh, well, look, is there is there something that the masses have agreed upon that Adam Hill can say, yeah. I don't like that, in order to make himself sound different, right. you know, then he's going to do it. Like he's absolutely going to do it. And and God bless him. God bless him. I wish I had his, uh, his takes, but you know, I, I'm not going to say that I didn't order the occasional ham and pineapple pizza in college. Ooh. Right. But we all grow up. Like we all grow up and I don't eat a lot of what I ate in college anymore. And pineapple pizza is one of those things. Like I get it sweet and salty, but no, I have much better ways to eat pizza Than that, Ed. Like, all right, let's start here. Let's start here. What is the best pizza topping? Period. In my opinion. Uh, Yes, in your opinion. Pepperoni. Okay, I, I, too greasy for me. I, I, I want some sausage on there. I I want sausage. All right. I want sausage and mushroom. I want sausage and mushroom, and and we're done, and we're good, and we're set. You, you, you gave me sort of a a not confident ooh there on the on the well. I don't eat mushrooms. And I don't, you eat, don't eat them. And I
1: don't know. And I don't eat. Who Adam said? I said, "What would you want?" And he wants a thousand black olives on his pizza. And I said, "I don't eat black olives." So I'm. It's it's a simplistic state for me. I do like your sausage. I actually like the mixture of pepperoni. You do pepperoni and sausage. I do. I, I actually like that. Uh, uh, there's a place in town here who makes a wonderful pepperoni and sausage, and um, uh, I I love it. Uh, but uh, I just I can't do black olives. I don't eat ham. And I don't, and I do eat pineapple. But our pineapples, I told Adam, our pineapple at our house is the kind you get, you cut into, you make into cubes, you put it in a Tupperware, and you make it a yes. fruit, and you put it in yes. your refrigerator. And every time you say, you know what, I haven't had enough fruit, I go in and I get pineapple. I do not say, hey, Pizza Hut, throw on pineapple with a bunch of other stuff to get me my pizza. Uh,
0: by the way, Danny, uh, I'm gonna just ask you to remember. Th- the timestamp of 951 for Ed's comment about uh, what I said about sausage. I'm not going to go deeper into that right now, um, but it's going to make a good drop <laughs> okay. for later. Um, so, uh, Ed, I agree with you entirely. Now, let me, not to go full Jr. Starkus on you here, but let have you considered upgrading your pineapple? Have you guys ever thrown that pineapple on the grill?
1: Uh, we have thrown pineapple on the grill.
0: Yes. Uh-oh. You don't know, sound like someone who enjoyed it. I love grilled pineapple.
1: I didn't mind it. Um, I'm but okay, then again, fair. are you good at the grill? Cuz I'm not. I, it's not like I'm Mark McMillan here. I can barely put stuff on and cook it. Like if yeah, I put a, yeah. if I put a steak on, there's no chance it's coming off correctly.
0: Okay, I can cook a steak, all right, but the idea of being like grilled McMillan, no, no, no. I no. mean, I'm not, no. I'm not that dude. Like that dude is that dude. I am not that dude. I am, I am a dude. I am not that dude when it comes to grilling. No, but Adam Hill liking pineapple on pizza sounds about right. Like, does he want the pineapple and the black olive together? No, he wants ham and pineapple, like you
1: said. He wants ham and pineapple, okay. or black olives everywhere, or black. O- I mean, to where you wouldn't see any of the cheese. He wants that okay. many black
0: olives on his pizza. So let me ask you a question. You don't want the olives. You don't want the mushrooms. Are you a are you a micromala vegetable averse human being? Like do you just not no vegetables at all? No, I eat a ton of vegetables.
1: No, I I don't know I don't know what it is uh, about the pizza. But we eat, uh, Greenspan at the house has us eating salmon wheels every night with spinach and uh, uh, rice bowls. And last night it was a little uh, little uh, chicken noodle soup. Greenspan man, she uh, she demands good eating at the house. So uh, that's why she's out right now with my son. I'm going to run home for the muffin uh, because that's usually off off base. Uh, i got to get the hell out of here as quickly as I can to see. I think there's a muffin left. Uh, but, no, a lot of vegetables. It's just I don't – it's specifically on certain things that I just can't do. I don't, I don't know why.
0: I understand. And now uh, there's also – there are also hard and fast limits about these things. You, you go in and you go to your favorite pizza shop and they have the everything pizza, right? Yes, no. no no that's ridiculous by the time you get more than three toppings on that pizza you have no idea what was on it in the first place how do you even know what you taste <laughs> you've no idea you people who get the everything pizza or like the all veggie or like the 17 meat pizza you people are sick you people are, have no idea what you're doing because you want to actually taste whatever it is you chose yeah. if you put the sausage and yeah. the pepperoni and the uh and well, and what the... other meats can we throw on there you can throw what ham meats... on there you can no throw... yeah the, the ham yeah. you throw the ham yeah, on bacon. there you throw the meatballs bacon. on there. You bacon you can't taste any of it it's yeah. just a it's just meat sweats on a pizza if you're gonna do this enjoy it enjoy it if, if you're someone like ed who is having all sorts of healthy things served to him every night and god bless you for having god that bless, available god to bless
1: you. greenspan boy boy she brings absolutely. the health into the
0: house oh man uh, absolutely that that's high living right there <laughs> if you're if you're a bachelor like me who's trying to slap it together on the fly every night like if i'm going to cash in my calories on some sort of fancy pizza i want to taste what's on my pizza yeah
1: i i don't understand the all everything and and it exists oh, I, I was ridiculous danny
0: what about pepperoni and some sort of pepper so, like, jalapeno or banana?
1: Oh, not banana. That'd be weird. You see me every morning. Ooh, what, do I have? what do I bring in? I bring in the banana, and I bring in the, uh, the Frappuccino cold drink. You know I bring in the banana every day. I can't put it on the pizza. Oh, Adam, my, I, I have to go before I get fired. I appreciate it, buddy. Thanks so much. We're back right. on Monday.